This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration is proposing to mandate seatbelt warnings for both front and rear seat passengers. For front seats, it's proposing audio and visual warnings that remain active until the passengers buckle their belts. And for rear seats, NHTSA wants a visual warning that lasts at least 60 seconds once a vehicle is started. And if a seat belt is unbuckled while the vehicle is operating, it wants a 30-second audio-visual change of status warning. The proposal would apply to most vehicles with a gross vehicle weight up to 10,000 pounds. And NHTSA says it will prevent 300 injuries and 100 deaths a year by getting more people to buckle up. But most people hate seatbelt warnings. So it's going to be interesting to see how this is received by the public. A decade ago, Hyundai was charging hard in the Chinese market, but not anymore. Reuters reports that it's putting one of its large assembly plants in Chongqing up for sale. The plant was built in 2017 and can make up to 300,000 cars a year. But Hyundai's selling it for only $505 million, which is a bargain. Hyundai had five plants in China, it already sold one of them, and plans to operate only two, largely for export. So it sounds like there's still another plant that will go up for sale. The Chinese government actively encouraged its citizens to avoid South Korean products in 2016 when South Korea agreed to deploy a U.S.-based missile defense system. Hyundai and Kia sales took a hit from that and never seemed to recover. They were also slow to introduce electric cars in China at a time when Chinese consumers are eagerly embracing EVs. In fact, most foreign brands are struggling in China right now, with one exception, Tesla, which is still growing. Last week, the Detroit Free Press broke the story that Ford is training some white-collar employees to take over some blue-collar jobs in case the UAW goes on strike next month. They would not make cars or trucks, but would run a parts depot to make sure that dealers continue to get service parts especially parts for emergency vehicles like ambulances, fire trucks, and police cars. One labor expert says this is a bad move and that Ford should have negotiated this with the UAW to allow the parts to continue flowing out. But another labor expert says it's a smart move for Ford to have a plan B. We are now 23 days away from the current labor contract expiring and the atmosphere is only getting more contentious. At Schaeffler, we pioneer motion. Electrifying mobility. Manufacturing smarter. Reducing CO2 emissions. Making energy production clean. Schaeffler pioneers motion to advance how the world moves. Chinese automaker Li Auto recently said it's aiming to become the number one premium brand in China next year and wants to outsell all the German luxury brands. But it's already running into roadblocks. Li Auto is the latest automaker to fall victim to the country's rapidly expanding car market 
and is being forced into China's price war. Car News China reports that it's offering dealer discounts between $2,000 and $3,400 due to vehicle orders slowing down. BMW, Mercedes, and Audi's monthly sales in China this year have ranged between 31,500 to 70,000 units respectively. The last two months, Lee Auto has been running at a little more than 30,000 vehicles. So it's right on their heels. But news of orders slowing down is no good. However, Chinese consumers seem to flock to any new product with good specs. And Li Auto is coming out with its first BEV later this year, followed by four more models next year, including three EVs. The AVs from GM's autonomous division cruise seem to have been in the news for all the wrong reasons since restrictions were lifted in San Francisco a little over a week ago. But it's not bad news for all AVs. Gasco reports that Baidu's Apollo Go robotaxi service provided 714,000 rides in the second quarter of this year, which is a gain of 149%. That kind of growth should be expected because it only launched a year ago. But as of June of this year, Apollo Go had given 3.3 million rides to the public. So consumers seem to be embracing the technology more than the U.S. We've got a couple of quick follow-ups from previous reports. As we've been saying, Japanese automakers need to worry about Chinese OEMs swooping into their home market and stealing sales, especially EVs. And now we're seeing reports that BYD is going to open its first showroom in Tokyo, Japan later this week. At first, it will only offer one model, an all-electric crossover called the Addo 3. But it will eventually be followed by the SEAL sedan and Dolphin small SUV. Our other follow-up involves BMW and the ability to play video games on its infotainment screen. And it just announced that starting next year, i5 owners will be able to play Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Trivia questions pop up on the center display and users answer them from an app on their phone. Other games available for the new 5 series include sports, simulation, strategy, puzzles, and even jump-and-run games. Vietnamese startup VinFast announced range in pricing in the U.S. for its VF9 three-row electric crossover. The Eco-Trim version has an EPA-rated 330 miles of range and starts at $83,000, while the Plus Trim has 291 miles of range and starts at $91,000. Both models feature a dual-motor powertrain, with 300 kilowatts or 402 horsepower and 457 pound-feet of torque, as well as a 123 kilowatt-hour battery pack. VinFast plans to start North American deliveries of the VF9 in the fourth quarter of this year. But as we reported yesterday, VinFast has lost over $50 billion in market cap since being listed on the NASDAQ last week. So it really needs its models like the new VF9 to catch on with customers. Volkswagen kicked off production of its ID7 electric sedan at its Emden plant in Germany, which is also one of the places it makes the ID4. The ID7 will start being delivered to customers in the fall. It will initially be equipped with a 77 kilowatt hour battery pack 
that delivers 615 kilometers or 382 miles of range based on the European WLTP test cycle. The ID7 will go on sale in North America next year, and it will also be sold in China. But that brings us to the end of today's show, and we want to thank you for tuning in. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Intrepid Control Systems, over-the-air engineering, boost your game. Scheffler, we pioneer motion. And by Tajin Automotive Technologies, the formula for better mobility. At Tajin Automotive Technologies, we combine world-class composite materials expertise with cutting-edge designs. Because frankly, there are better ways to lightweight vehicles. So lighten up with Tajin Automotive Technologies, the formula for better mobility. We want to know what drives your testing. OTA, connected car, diagnostics, remote testing. Intrepid Control Systems is here to help you work from anywhere. Intrepid Control Systems, driven by your data.